and welcome back to another weekly edition of Learn, Live, Laugh with your host, Marcus Herb from Gaines Purnell. For the month of March, our theme is Meditative March, where, as you could expect, we'll be focusing on the slower, more meditative side of the Christian faith. In continuing with this theme, this week we'll be reflecting on disconnecting and hitting Do Not Disturb. Now let me preface the following by stating that I have so many thoughts, feelings, and beliefs toward what I'm about to dive into. I can't help it. I could, but I'm not going to. I studied communication and media studies back in my undergrad career, and I have a love and passion toward things like social media and digital technology, primarily with how these affect our relationships. I guess what I'm getting at is I'm going to be incredibly biased with all that you're about to listen to. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, moving on. It doesn't take a whole lot to notice how digitally tethered we are as a society. You could be almost anywhere at any given point in time and see people crane-necked, and I do mean crane-necked, into their phones, walking around with headphones or earbuds in, or having their face lit up at the dinner table with some sort of device. We're connected any and everywhere all the time. While I won't argue whether this is good or bad in and of itself, I do wonder at what point we disconnect from all the tethering. At what point do we hit the power button, take the headphones out, and essentially pull the plug on our devices? At what point do we hit do not disturb? And for what purposes? To give our brains a break from all the activity and the stimulation, or the overstimulation perhaps, to notice the offline, real-life world around us, because that does exist, believe it or not, and to connect or perhaps reconnect with God, others, and even ourselves. To this last point, from a spiritual theological point of view, what does disconnecting and hitting do not disturb mean and look like? I'm glad you asked. In my experience, it's a multitude of things, (laughs) as cliche as that sounds, but two of which I'll highlight here. In one sense, it's making room for my theological creativity and imagination to play and explore. And, or in other words, or in another sense, it's me not immediately turning to Google or something, some search engine like Google, for information and getting an answer. So take a passage of scripture, for example. We could very easily Google said passage and find a number of reflections, thoughts, and commentaries on it. We could go to that information, read through it, and say something along the lines of, I figured this out, let's move on to the next thing, and then be done with it. Maybe that's an extreme extreme case, excuse me, maybe not. This isn't a bad thing to do. In and of itself, I've done this in the past when preparing for sermons and other things like that. But in my experience, though, trying to find the quote-unquote answer or going immediately to the internet, internet bleh, has the potential to take away the prospects of expanding or building upon my theological, our theological creativity. Instead of Googling the information right away, what if I stayed, what if we stayed disconnected and just sat with this passage? What if I made room to simply play with the words, create my own ideas, and simply explore whatever's present or pops up? What if I considered putting myself in the passage and playing the role of a character? And what if I asked the question, what is God wanting me to notice or pay attention to? And without even realizing it, I just described Lectio Divina, or at least aspects of Lectio Divina. Go me. 
Anyway, in essence, <laughs> I crack myself up. Disconnecting makes room for our theological imaginations to play, explore, and grow. Now, in another sense, hitting do not disturb means that I put my devices away and even do something as bold as to brace for it to welcome silence into my midst. Pause for a second. How many of us, myself included, I'll be honest, are shuddering at the thought of doing either of these things? Put my phone to the side? Make room for silence? What? Why? To make room to listen to and for God. Does this mean if I want to hear from God, I have to put my devices away? No. Think about it instead like this. How can we really listen or hear from God if we're always listening or being tethered to our devices? Could God continue to speak to us either way? Yes. How much more clarity will we have if and when we disconnect, though? Again, in my experience, we gain way more than we ever could. Now let's talk about silence just for a second. I don't do well in silence. I get fidgety. I get restless. Silence makes me anxious. I can't focus for more than a few seconds, let alone a few minutes, Marcus. I see and acknowledge these and other statements like these. Believe me, I do. Even so, I would wonder if and when we could do something like incorporate planned periods of silence throughout the day, both for the sake of welcoming space for God and for the sake of our own health and well-being, because silence is important and I think it is a very healthy thing to pursue. What if we started or ended the day without checking our phones as the first or last thing we did, essentially putting them on Do Not Disturb? What if we made that car or bus ride quieter by not listening to music, even if it was just for three to five minutes? What if we even did something as bold, and I do mean bold here, as to set a timer for one minute where we did absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, and then continued to be even more bold by adding more minutes day by day. Hmm. Scary, isn't it? I know, right? Shudder. Ah. But what am I trying to get at? We need, <laughs> we desperately need to make room to disconnect and hit do not disturb in our lives. Yes, this is for our mental, emotional, and even our physical health. It's more importantly for our spiritual health and well-being. There have to be those times when we put our phones, our social media, and what I'll call the digital distractions aside and come to a place of connecting and reconnecting with God. So maybe you consider the following challenges to practice and incorporate in your life right here, right now. Instead of checking your phone, First thing in the morning, as the last thing you do at night, you write down what you hope to accomplish or have accomplished that day, you read scripture, or just practice the art of doing nothing. When you read scripture, instead of googling the information, the quote-unquote answers, to a passage, maybe you engage in the Lectio Divina process by immersing yourself in a passage, in that passage, excuse me, to get a deeper, more personal understanding of who and what God is. Maybe you even do something as ridiculous like leave your phone at home whenever you go places, even if it's just five minutes down the road. I've done this before, both with my phone and my watch. Oh my goodness, you want to talk about feeling free and liberated. It's fantastic. Whatever the practice may be, consider disconnecting and hitting do not disturb to connect 
and reconnect with God today. That is all I have for this edition of Learn, Live, oh yeah, <laughs> Learn, Live, Laugh. I hope you are doing well, hanging in there, and thanks for listening, friend. Peace be with you.